0: who is going to talk about how to build a successful personal brand through social media. Ranked as the number one global marketing, social media, and retail thought leader by Thinkers360 in 2023, with over 130,000 followers across his social media channels, Vladimir is a world renowned digital transformation and social media influencer and keynote speaker who initiates change, drives growth, and positions brands as market leaders in their industries. He has more than 15 years of international experience with a proven track record and has enjoyed an outstanding career at the top of the technology industry. Vladimir has been described as a pioneer across the globe by the Exelon magazine. Welcome, Vladimir. I'm so glad that you could join us today and explore how we can build a successful personal brand through social media.
1: Hi, Victoria. It is a pleasure to be on your podcast and I'm excited to share my actionable and high-impact strategies to inspire your audiences to help them maximize their success, you know?
0: Oh, thank you. So you've achieved a lot of success in a relatively short space of time. How did you get started with building your own personal brand?
1: Well, you know, Victoria, first of all, I moved to the United States when I was 18. And, you know, I started seeing the world faster, easier, clearer. And I become hungry and driven about my career goals and dreams. So, you know, that U.S. experience is worth its weight in gold. It's very rewarding experience. And, you know, when you when you live like at the age of 19 in New York City and when you are exploring everything and when you do your best to rub shoulders with successful people and to move up in the world, gain ground and go places, you know that you have this feeling in your bones that you will give you 100 percent day in and day out in order to achieve to make your dreams come true, you know, so. So I have been going from strength to strength. And then, you know, then Twitter emerged, LinkedIn emerged, Facebook emerged, Instagram emerged and YouTube emerged. And, you know, I have created emotional contextual content, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so, so I have connected with the world. I have built relationships with my audiences, C-level executives, decision makers, you know, associations. So Twitter opened me so many doors, you know, that, you know, Twitter does not care where you come from, what is your background. If you show your passion, if you show your dedication, if you show your persistence, your authenticity, that I believe that authenticity is what sets me apart, that I have uh, uh, organically i have organically grown my social media followings across uh, 15, 20 social media channels, and I have more than 130,000 130, uh, followers across all my social media channels. You know, I bear in mind that I have shown patience, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so day, day in and day out, months in and months out, year in and year out, you are building a world-class personal brand. And, you know, this whole world has started picking my brain. I I, I started joining speakers bureaus. Uh, I have already judged, mo- judged more than nine award ceremonies throughout the world, and I have been invited as a judge to prolific North Marketing Awards in Manchester. I have recently been invited to Gartner Marketing and Communication Awards in London. Then Lisbon Advertising Festival, also Stevie Awards, American Business Awards. It's just remarkable that I can reward and and recognize people who have gone the extra mile, who care, who, who cared about their consumers online, or who mm, story, who told their stories. And I believe that whoever tells the best stories wins. And I agree with Steve Jobs says who says that the most powerful person in the world is a storyteller. Absolutely. And we need to we need to tell our stories. And if brands if brands don't tell their story, then they go out of business because nobody cares about their sales pitches. And majority, majority, like 95% of global brands are, are transactional on social media. And you know that social media is the only platform in the history of marketing and communication where consumers have a voice because you know that everyone was pushing their message on the billboards, on TV. In print magazines, newspapers, and they they were not in communication with their consumers in offline marketing channels. But but social media is the only platform where you have to humanize your brand. You know, so if you do, if you don't put your audience first, if you don't connect with your audiences, if you don't show gratitude, if you don't listen to their audiences, then it's just very competitive, fierce, and keen competition everywhere. And uh, big, big corporations are disrupted by startups because it's all about Goliath versus David. And I believe that uh, Goliath is corporate wealth and David is startup wealth. So David disrupts corporate wealth because speed, speed. So I believe that it is all about speed and convenience uh, that we choose Airbnb because Airbnb's co-founder, Brian Chesky, is active on Twitter and asks questions and improves Airbnb's product by lips and bounds through communicating with Airbnb's users on Twitter, whereas like a big executives of top hospitality brands are not willing to download social media channels to understand where their consumers, what their consumers talk about their brand. So it's all about people who are in in their ivory towers and who hide under rocks, literally go out of business, you know, Mm -hmm. because the consumers choose speed and convenience. So I believe that so many brands will be disrupted on the horizon and whoever tells their best stories whoever build communities and it's not about go growing growing your following it's all about growing your community so many people build their followings as they don't connect with their consumers they don't show gratitude they don't connect they don't build a meaningful relationship with their followers tribes audiences you know so i believe that my social media hard work and my social media community has put me on the global map that i'm now a high man of the totem pole i'm a moor and shaker and I see the first years and I have the privilege to be uh, on your podcast because I'm a giver, not a taker. And for whatever I achieve is not my biggest achievement because I believe that whoever emails me, that they show gratitude, that they watched me on YouTube and they started building their businesses faster. It is my best achievement because I believe that I write my legacy. So I tried my best to make the right decisions to give back and to help people maximize their success, you know?
0: How can you foster community on social media?
1: Well, you know, you you have to be transparent. You have to provide value. You have to position yourself as a media company and you have to enlighten and educate your audiences, you know. It doesn't matter if you run a Fortune 500 company or you build a personal brand or you run a small business. You have to provide value and you have to educate your audiences, you know. Because I think audiences don't care about sales pitches, you know. And the majority of businesses, small businesses, big corporations are transactional. You know, they send you sales pitches and come visit my website. We have a 20% sales book me, you know, I mean, so many, Victoria, it is, a, it is clear that so many brands, brands use social media, like email marketing, you know, everyone, everyone is pushing their message. You know, it's all about communication. You know, it's all about, it is a two way street communication two way street. It, it should be mutual. You have to care about your audience. And you know that you have to imagine that when you log in your Twitter, you are in a cocktail party. So you have to connect with the world. You have to break the ice. You can jump in and share your thoughts with the world, you know? So uh, I I just noticed that entrepreneurs built a multi-billion dollar companies from scratch through Twitter, you know? So Twitter has been instrumental in startup growth. That now I work as a mentor all over the world. And uh, I I I because Twitter put me on the global map, you know, and they did not teach me at business school, Vladimir, you need to be on Twitter. You need to connect with the world. You have to sm- surround yourself with smarter people. And it's just remarkable that you know I I I'm grateful for small mercies and I appreciate when someone follows me. Of course we need to we need to also mention the toxicity of Twitter that it's not easy. Yes we it's not easy to build your following, but you have to have this sick skin sick skin uh to navigate Twitter world because it's not easy because you know there are so many skeptics, doubters and negativity but it is this is life you know because I believe that I mean everything is not rosy in the garden it's it's just it just you you have to be positive, you know, and you need to choose positive. You need to surround yourself with very smarter, smart, smarter people, successful people. There are so many renowned entrepreneurs on Twitter, you know, renowned entrepreneurs, and uh, it's all about networking. You know, it's because you can become a billionaire through networking, and you know that, for example, when Travis Calanico, co-founder of Uber, was building Uber in t- 2011, he hired the first product manager in San Francisco Bay Area through Twitter. He tweeted that he was hiring. He was looking for product marketing manager in San Francisco Bay area. Ryan Graves replied to the Twitter. They met, they started building Uber together and Ryan Graves became a billionaire through networking, you know, so, so, so I believe that so many people benefited from Twitter networking, building their communities, caring and going the extra mile, showing gratitude. So I, I have never given up on my dreams, Victoria. I'm very grateful for small mercies and, you know, it's just remarkable that, you know, I can't expect everything to be perfect all the time, of course. every, every path has its paddle, but you have to be positive. You have to be a long-term thinker. You have to show patience. You have to provide value. You have to create content, you know, because... It doesn't matter who we are. We need to create create contextual, emotional content, you know, so, so, so that will allow us to connect with our audiences in meaningful ways, you know.
0: So it is important to be consistent when you're on social media.
1: I agree with you because consistent action creates consistent results. So so if you show consistent co- consistency, then you know it's just uh, social media guarantees long-term success and sustainability, and social media guarantees that your your business will be alive in the next five years.
0: Is Twitter your favorite platform? Is that where you spend most of your time? You
1: know, Twitter is an amazing platform, you know, because I have navigated my to my community, this world. You know, you have to, you have to just, uh, you have to be resilient also, you know, because uh, it's very important that, you know, that, I mean, uh, you can't be liked majority of people, you know, I mean, 100%, you know, I, it's impossible uh, that, you know, but, but, you know, I was working from instinct, you know, I was working from instinct. Of course, you know, I'm very grateful, Victoria, that Twitter exists, you know, I don't complain about its negativity, its negative sides. I only think in a positive way, you know, that I know that, for example, you can connect with amazing people, you can collaborate, you can work on meaningful projects, you can be invited to so many events, you can become a speaker at speakers' agencies, you know, and I now work with like so four or five speakers bureaus in the UK and they they put my ex- expertise on a pedestal because I love what I'm doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I believe that 85% of people don't love what they are doing, I'm sure, 150%.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's important to take those conversations and relationships that you're building on social media off social media onto, say, an email list or somewhere else that you can continue that conversation? I'm just thinking, if you're building a huge following on social media, you're on somebody else's land, aren't you? So you're a bit vulnerable to any changes or if the platform goes down. What's your thinking on that?
1: Victoria, you know, I believe that I believe in putting eggs into different baskets. You know, I I have never depended on Twitter, you know, because Mm -hmm. I I also built my community on Instagram that I, I, I posted more than 60,000 times on Instagram, you know. I mean, from 2014 to 2022, I mean, I had been posting more than 60,000 times. I mean. Oh, my goodness. Have, yes, it's madness. How I, much I,
0: time does that take you? I That's... was
1: working 16 hours a day, Victoria. I was working wow. 16 hours a day.
0: I can believe I, that.
1: Yes, I quit the race. I quit Retrace I have locked the door and i i just i just started building my social media communities you know of course of course it's very it's very laborious very taxing very arduous but no excuses you know i mean i wanted to build something meaningful that i don't uh, it cost zero dollars to be active on twitter it cost zero dollars to post on instagram it costs zero dollars to create a blog post on linkedin it costs $0 to upload your video to YouTube and uh, to show the world what you are made of. And there you are your own master. You know, I have capitalized on more than 15, 20 social media channels to drive my success. You know, like uh, Goodreads, Foursquare, Medium, Tumblr, WordPress, you know, uh, and other social media channels. Because, you know, we it used to cost a fortune to reach global audiences 20 and 30 years ago. Now everything is available at your fingertips, you know, and mobile is what holds attention of our society. And if we don't communicate across five, seven social media channels, literally we don't exist and people don't know us. But if people make decisions based on our Google results, because Google is our CV, traditional CV is dead, unfortunately, you know. So everyone needs to take care of their personal brands because we work in digital economy, so 60% of global economy is digital, digital. So it is of paramount importance. It's now or never to build your personal brand so If
0: someone's thinking about starting to build a personal brand today, what advice would you give them?
1: It's easy, for example, to build your following on Twitter. You can you can follow maximum 3,000 people. on. So, you know, for example, 500, 600, 700 will follow you back, you know? So... Then you have to keep on building gradually. You know, I mean, you have to, you have to tweet about latest trends in technology, marketing. Share some great quotes. Connect with the world. Show gratitude when someone retweets you, leaves comments on your tweets, likes likes your post. You know, this is how this industry works. We need to communicate. You know, and if we don't communicate, then nothing great will happen. You know, so, so. We, we need to bear in mind that, um, I mean, the greater oaks grow from smaller cores and the big things have small beginnings, you know. So I believe that if you show consistency in your actions and you believe in yourself, you show more patience and you are a long-term thinker because so many people give up, you know, on Twitter. Because Twitter, 85%, I believe that Twitter has more than 500 million users and it's not easy to have a presence on Twitter because so many people give up. Victoria, you know, because they think that, you know, Twitter doesn't work for them and what they should tweet. And uh, they prefer uh, like uh, being more active on Facebook or Instagram rather than on Twitter. So, so just imagine that you are in a cocktail party and you connect with the world, you are in communication, you break the ice, you exchange your experiences with amazing people. So you have to think positive, you know? So also, now, LinkedIn is amazing because I believe that LinkedIn is acting like Facebook did, like eight and nine years ago, because I believe that organic reach is amazing on LinkedIn. And also TikTok. TikTok is like amazing. It It is a godsend for co- content creators. And organic reach is outstanding, you know, on uh, TikTok. Because if you post one video, hundreds, uh, hundreds, thousands of people will watch your content if you if it goes viral, you know? So... <laughs> I believe that uh, you should not leave any stone unturned. You need to put your eggs into different baskets. You need to try. K- t- keep on tasting new channels. Keep on exploring, you know, because whoever explores more, whoever creates more content, whoever is hungry, whoever is more determined, always wins. And whoever tells their stories, you know.
0: How many pieces of content do you tend to produce a day? Are you kind of on the Gary Vaynerchuk truck? produce 100 pieces a day?
1: Yes, I don't, for example, publish 100 pieces of content, but I can, for example, publish 30, 40, 50 pieces of content. Because, for example, seven, eight tweets per, a, a day, five new LinkedIn posts, or 10, five, seven Instagram posts, you know, on medium new blog posts. You should never depend on on a single platform, you know, you have to bear in mind that your target audience can be found on different Channels, you know,
0: for sure. Another thing that you do is guest on podcasts. Were you saying you've been a guest on over a hundred?
1: I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of podcasts, Victoria, because it, I don't believe that people have so much time to uh, to watch an uh, hour videos on YouTube. For example, I I use YouTube in an audio way, in audio format. I I put down my mobile on the table. And then I use it in an audio way and I do other things simultaneously because I don't have much time to watch the entire an hour video or interview on YouTube. Now, um, uh, 450 million podcast users nowadays in the world. Can you imagine that if you, if your brand runs podcast series, amazing, just amazing, you know, because I'm now a judge uh, like at the Gartner Marketing Awards, American Business Awards, Prolificness Marketing Awards. And the brands that have podcasts truly really win awards, you know?
0: Wow, that's very really interesting.
1: Yes, you have to share your knowledge. You have to be open-minded. And I believe that open-mindedness is my biggest strength, you know, that mm-hmm. I can learn a lot from my colleagues. And I never say that I'm the smartest person in the room, that I always want to connect with new, interesting people, you know? And I I, I learned a great deal from my Twitter followers, you know, because millionaire and billionaire entrepreneurs started following me from the United States and from the UK, you know, so through networking, you can learn a great deal, you know, so then you can be, you, you can be in a catbird seat in the long term because because you are you are in a learning mode and growth mode, not in survival mode or in comfort zone. So we need to leave our comfort zone, Victoria, if we want to, so we because nothing great happens in comfort zone. It is very destructive, you know?
0: Absolutely, you're right. Also, you were talking about the importance of storytelling. Do you think podcasts lends itself well to sharing stories of brands?
1: Storytelling is very important. For example, why Nike is Nike, right? Because Nike has a strong brand. And not like a Nike show come to our house, knocks on our doors, and asks us to buy Nike, right? Nike is on in sales mode, you know. So many brands are in sales mode nowadays. That they knock on your door on TikTok, on Twitter, LinkedIn, and asks asks you to buy their product, you know. Because and then they go out of business because they are transactional. They don't tell their stories. So so whoever tells the best stories wins, you know. Whoever tells their stories in a meaningful way, and they create emotional context. Victoria podcast works in every industry. Communication works in every industry. Customer experience, customer centricity works in every industry. You know, no, it doesn't matter what you do. You have to position yourself as a media company. You know, you have to bear in mind that you are economists, Bloomberg and Forbes of your industry and provide people with emotional, enlightening, educative and entertaining content. You know, so if you if you are in in content creation mode, then great thing will happen. You know, if you invest, for example, if you if you just start building your startup, you invest ninety percent of your marketing budget money in content creation, in Facebook advertising, TikTok advertising instagram advertising youtube if you push out content if you connect with the world if you tell your stories you know if you have podcast of course marketing is a biggest investment you know we create the biggest investment you know we need to be in a branding business marketing business not in sales business because sales people are oriented on short-term success short-term short-term roi you know but i'm oriented on long-term success that's why i built my twitter that's why i built my Instagram. That's why I built my LinkedIn. I'm a long-term thinker because I don't rest on my laurels, you know, that I always look to my laurels and I always bear in mind that the best is yet to come, you know?
0: Yeah, you're really prolific. Thank you,
1: Victoria. When you move to London at the age of 22 and when you surround yourself with many gregarious, outgoing and sociable people and you are inspired that, you know, you become a long-term thinker in London, you know? I love London more than pressing. I love London. yes, I love u k my home away from home, amazing, lifelong friends, a longstanding business partnership with so many organizations. And it's just amazing that I felt I felt like I was like a fish in the water in London.
0: It's a great place,
1: yes. when I am in other places in Europe, I feel like I feel like I'm a fish out of water. my dreams came true since pandemic because, So many British speakers bureaus signed me as a speaker, you know, for Promotivate Speakers Agency. So now my results speak for themselves because I'm at the forefront of marketing innovation and my story, my story is worth listening to, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. If someone's starting their personal brand and they are thinking about how they're going to measure the success of the brand, what kind of things should they be looking at? What metrics?
1: It's all about putting customers first. You know, it's not about caring about the audience. We need to we need to forget like uh, these impressions. We need to forget likes, retweets. Of course, it matters uh, that we have, but we, how how many people we convert right through caring our audiences, through caring our our consumers. You know. I mean your Bezos said that if you double experiments you do per year, you're going to double your inventiveness. So the more experimental your brand is, the better in the long term. You know, so you, you need to care about your audience. You need to listen. You have to act according to what your customers want. You know, it doesn't matter what you think, it matters what your customers think, you know.
0: That's a brilliant advice. Thank you so much. It's been really great to talk to you today. Where I should listeners go to connect with you? I realise that you're everywhere, so...
1: <laughs> they can check out my website at So They can also connect with me on, on Twitter at Lado Botswazze. They can also connect with me on LinkedIn.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. And thank you so much for sharing all your advice today. It's been great to
1: talk to you. Thank you very much. And I wish you all the best.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.